Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, I'm Janet Marana, Executive Director of Priests for Life. And joining me today, of course, is pro-life leader Frank Pavone. Welcome to the program. All right, good to be here. When, of course, we, both of us, we literally just got back from Washington, D.C. have to say I'm glad I'm back in Florida in our studio <laughs> where it's warmer. Uh, but we had a fantastic week, didn't we, with all the different events. We yeah, did. we had six days of events, and uh, including the big March for Life. But people have to understand, you know, it's not just the March for Life, you know, one event, one organization. There's, there's dozens, literally dozens of events put on by dozens of different groups. And we had some of the biggest ones, which we'll talk about. And it was very successful once again. That's right. Uh, I think, you know, there was bad weather. Uh, so the crowd was a little less than average, I would say, but still massive, still the largest pro-life gathering each year. That's right. And of course, on this uh, program, we had told our viewers all about uh, the prayer service we were promoting and the awardees we were giving awards to in Constitution Hall. Mm -hmm. And now we have a special treat, of course. Uh, we thought we would just show them uh, one or two of those awardees. And talk about the first one, uh, Mark Lee Dixon. Okay, who founded Sanctuary Cities for the Unborn. Let's, let's tell everyone a little bit about Sanctuary Cities. This is an effort to stop abortion at the local level, which is something that, uh, you know, people like that idea. They feel they have more control over what's happening just locally. So it goes to literally the city council Right. Uh, and the mayor, and depending on the uh, the rules and the norms that are already in place, you know, cities can say we don't want abortion in our in our neighborhood, or we don't want we want to protect our citizens of this city from abortion. And there's various different ways that this can take shape, various different kinds of provisions. But that's the general idea that it's prohibiting abortion in the local municipality. And, and Mark Lee Dixon, of course, he consulted a lot of lawyers to, to get onto this path. And didn't, aren't they using the Comstock Act as a foundation for this idea? Well, that's one of the, one of the <clears throat> bills that says you can't mail abortion-inducing drugs, yeah. And, and that really helps, because as we know, with the chemical abortion- That's happening more and more. That's yeah, happening yeah, yeah. more and more, even in states that, like Texas that have beautiful laws, mm -hmm. they can still have those chemical abortions get in unbeknownst and, and, to them. And also know? one <clears throat> of the versions of these of these measures, again, they're all they're not, it's not a cookie cutter thing. Right. It's 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 Tailored worked out community. with the attorneys based on the laws already in place and the and the uh, procedures for that city. But one of the forms it takes, we were just discussing with Mark yesterday, was that it'll protect citizens from abortion even if they get the abortion somewhere else, they, they can be um, brought into a, a court in their own municipality and say, hey, you broke this ordinance. Ah. It's an interesting concept. Right. But like you say, he's, he's uh, got all kinds of legal input on this. Yeah. Well, let's take a look now. Um, we'll give you a snapshot of what happened uh, just a few days ago in Constitution Hall. So let's look at Mark Lee Dixon getting his award. This is a part of our service that I always feel very humble uh, to be able to do this part because it's going to honor now the people who we are honoring this year. 
And these awards are, um, it's the board of the National Pro-Life Religious Council in conjunction with the Board of Priests for Life um, come forward each year to decide who this year honorees are. And I'll tell you, this is a big, a stellar group that I'm humbled to be able to present. Well, our first awardee uh, is a gentleman I've known him for a few years, but he's the director of the Right to Life of, Te of East Texas and is the founder of Sanctuary Cities for the Unborn. It's an initiative that through this effort, at least 67 cities and six counties across the United States have passed enforceable ordinances outlawing abortion within their city limits. So think about that. You could go back to your town and uh, get a hold of our honoree and make it happen in your community. He has defended the unborn through legal battles all the way to the Supreme Court. And it is my, my privilege to present the award right now. And it says, Priest for Life and the National Pro-Life Religious Council hereby present the National Pro-Life Recognition Award to Mark Lee Dixon, founder of Sanctuary Cities for the Unborn with the gratitude of the entire pro-life movement. Mark, please, come forward. I'm going to let Mark Lee say a few words, but Mark Lee, how old are you? 38. See? Okay, look at what this guy did, 38 years old, and he, he came up with this, this idea, and it's so successful. I want you to leave here today and say, you know what? Tell them your website. Tell them your website, Brooklyn Voice. Uh, SanctuaryCitiesForTheUnborn.com. Okay, marching orders. When you leave here, get a hold of him. It could come to your community. So say a few words, please. Amos 5.15 says to hate evil, to love good, and to establish justice within our city gates. And perhaps the Lord, the God of hosts, be gracious on the remnant of Joseph. That's the word of God, and we're to obey it wholeheartedly. This current administration has committed to abortion access in every single zip code. And that is why we have got to stand up at every level of government city, county, state, and national. There are some people out there that are okay with there being abortion states and non-abortion states. Well, guys, at one point in our country, we had slave states and we had free states. And no one in their right mind today would say that was a good idea. The same goes for abortion. We need an abortion-free America. We need to see abortion prohibited in all 50 states. And that is why we need to get a president in the White House that is actually going to stand for life. We need a president in the White House who's going to make that place once again a place of life and peace instead of a place of death and destruction. And so thank you guys so much for the work that you do. We're all in this together. And we will see the end of abortion in all 50 states in America, I pray, in many of our lifetimes. Thank you.
You know, I, I just find it so encouraging to have such a, a young person, you know, uh, in his late, uh, like barely 40, uh, on fire like that and giving his whole life to making, to going all over the country, mm-hmm. uh, to help communities do this. So I hope if anyone's interested, they'll contact his website and, uh, get involved. It is a movement because it's taken off in a lot of cities. It is. And he's constantly on the road like we are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he talks to us and, oh, I, I was going to this city. Now I'm going there. Now I'm going here. So you see the passion for this cause, which is something everyone needs to have. Exactly. Then, of course, another one of our honorees is none other than uh, Bishop Joseph Strickland, who, you know, I kid around, but I think it's pretty accurate when I said both you and the bishop are part of the Pope's canceled culture, because while he is still a bishop, and we have to make that very clear, because some media reports don't quite get that clear, yeah, he wasn't wasn't laicized. He wasn't laicized. He's a priest. He's a bishop. In he's good still standing. a bishop yeah. in good standing, but they just took him away from his diocese yeah. with like not really much foundation of even a reason. Kind yeah, of similar no, to you, no, it, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, but he has been so clear in his teaching and, and the, his defense of the unborn and, and the magisterial teachings of the church. And that's why I think the uh, Priest for Life and National Pro-Life Religious Council decided to give him this award, right? Well, he's not afraid to, to apply the faith to the public policy either, to criticize politicians when they deserve criticism. Um, some of the people who were in favor of removing him do that as well, except that they what they, they criticize the conservative politicians, right? And they praise the left-leaning ones. Yeah. So you know it's it's somewhat hypocritical to criticize him mm-hmm. or me for being too political, where they're just as political, except in the wrong direction. Exactly. <laughs> but well, uh, you know he's been doing a great job, and and people are you know the fact that he has. Um, gotten the attention of the whole country and, and around the world and that people like listen to him and follow him. It's a sad commentary on the state of leadership in our times because what should be happening is when he stands up and he teaches clearly the faith that has always been believed by the church and he applies that faith to public policy and he's strong and courageous, people should be saying, well, what else is new? That All the bishops are doing that. Right. I hear that in my diocese. I hear that in my parish. But do they? No. The fact that they don't right. is what is what ends up giving him prominence. And it's that very prominence that got some of the other bishops concerned, which led to his being removed. Yeah. Well, let's take a look now of uh, Bishop Joseph Strickland getting his award again just a few days ago in Constitution Hall. Let's take a look. All right. Well, our next honoree. First, of all, I just have to say, if you were here for Mass, Bishop, that was the holiest mass I've attended in a very long time. Amen, Amen, brothers and sisters. How many here for mass? Thank you, thank you, Bishop. And some people are saying, "Oh, Bishop, but you didn't give us a homily." Oh, don't worry, you ain't seen nothing yet till he gets this microphone. And I have to tell you, I picked him up from Dulles last night, and you know he flew yesterday morning from Medjugorje into Munich and came here to be with you all. So I say that deserves a round of applause. And again, his spirit is so humble. I've known a lot of bishops in my 35 years with Father Pavone here. And I have to tell you, Bishop, you are fine. And I've been in Vatican offices with some of those cardinals and stuff. This is a holy bishop. So, I have to read a little introduction first. That was Janice's introduction. It's, I think it's more interesting than the formal one, but 
I'm not going to cheat the bishop out of the Palma one now. <clears throat> so born in Texas, Bishop Strickland studied at Holy Trinity Seminary and the University of Dallas and was ordained to the priesthood for the Diocese of Dallas in June 1985. Hmm, I wonder if you met Norman McCorvey, huh? <clears throat> he was assigned to Immaculate Conception Church in Tyler, Texas, and later was named the first vocation director of the new Diocese of Tyler. He served in several other parishes until 1992. In 2012, Pope Benedict XVI chose him as the fourth bishop for the Diocese of Tyler and he led the diocese until November 11th, 2023. <clears throat> when as part of the canceled culture phenomenon in the Catholic Church, he was removed from that position by Pope Francis. But he has shown that that will not silence him from proclaiming the truth of Jesus Christ. So let me get our award out. The Priest for Life and the National Pro-Life Religious Council hereby present the National Pro-Life Recognition Award to Most Reverend Joseph Strickland for your humble and faithful witness to the gospel of life and with the gratitude of the entire pro-life movement. Bishop, please come forward. Wait, see, see, here we have now Bishop Strickland, and I still call him Father Frank Pavone till the day I die. This is the new Pope's canceled culture. But they serve Jesus Christ, and he didn't cancel either one of them. Praise God. Come, Bishop. You have the microphone. When Priests for Life contacted me and said they wanted to present this award, honestly, my first reaction is I'm not really into awards. But for the babies, I'll do it. It certainly is three tough acts to follow of... I've known Mark David for a few years now. Mark Lee. Don't know him that well. Obviously messed up his name, but uh, we're both from Texas. And he's doing tremendous work. Certainly, Sister Dee Dee speaking for those who couldn't speak, like the unborn. And I love that image. Thank you so much for that prayer. The image of a prison cell being like a womb. Only a man of faith or a woman of faith can say something like that. Who knows? Some of us may need to return to that one day. And I count myself as one of those. We don't know what the future holds, but we know that Christ holds the future. There couldn't be a more perfect reading that was chosen for our prayer this morning than that one where Peter and the other apostles are told to quit using the name of Jesus. 
What did they do? They spoke a little louder. Actually, a lot louder. Jesus, Savior of the world. I relate to that passage because more than once, I've been told by misguided leaders of the church, quit speaking. Quit talking about the deposit of faith. And that passage from sacred scripture has inspired me. I cannot, I will not quit speaking the truth of Jesus Christ. And I know that the others honored, and really everyone here, all of us, I know that's why we're here on a snowy morning in Washington, D.C., because we know the Lord of life. As I was thinking, actually, if you saw the, the notes that we were given, the bishop got the most time to speak. Hopefully he won't use all of that, but I thought, yeah, they know bishops. Bishops like to talk. You can have more, too. <laughs> but I'm honored to speak to all of you pro-life warriors. And as I was reflecting on what I might need to say, it occurred to me recently I reread Revelation chapter 12. It's a simple image of it talking about all that very unsimple, complex, mysterious imagery where the Blessed Virgin Mary is this woman clothed with the sun and wearing a crown of 12 stars, and Satan tries to take her out. But this passage from chapter 12 of Revelation says, Satan tried to take out the woman. But he failed. He couldn't do it. She was too powerful, full of grace. And then the passage that really struck me, it says, he turned to those who live the commandments and speak the truth of the Son of God, and he goes after them. That's exactly what we're living we are living Satan's plan to go after us. But he will fail. He has failed. But we do, I believe, and I have to tell my, myself this constantly. We need to acknowledge, to face it dead in the eye, that it is evil at work. Killing unborn children. And Satan, the crafty devil that he is, he thinks he's winning. He thinks he's got us. Got all these leaders invading the church herself. He's just having a heyday. But I hate to tell you, devil with the forked tongue, You've already lost. Jesus Christ 
has conquered you. And I thank Janet for her kind words about our Lord's celebration that I presented this morning, the Mass. I do my best as a sinful, frail, weak servant to honor him at that altar that was right about here a few minutes ago. Because it is there in our Catholic faith that we celebrate the Lord of life. The one who has conquered for each of us. The one who is the strength of those in prison right now. The one who strengthened Mark and his family to face down the dragon. And don't kid yourselves. That's exactly what they did. By being with the Lord of all in Eucharistic adoration before going into their lion's den. Mark and his beautiful wife. There's always a great woman behind a great man. The Blessed Virgin Mary there pointing to her son. We rejoice in that kind of example. And it gives me strength. Finally, back to receiving awards. Really, I ask your prayer for me, for all bishops, for all prelates of the church. I mentioned that word prelate, just a fancy way for saying bishop. But successor of the apostles is the more important term that's challenged and inspired me for 11 years now that I've been a successor of the apostles. Imagine, Mark Lee, imagine a successor of the apostles coming out of East Texas. Only the Lord does that. Recently, I was asked for a picture, so I figured, well, I'm not sure. I, I just went to Google and put in my name, Bishop Joseph Strickland. Lots of pictures, as you would imagine. But I noticed it said, Google's got it wrong. Because Google says, former prelate which would translate for us, former bishop. Google's wrong. The church may have tried to cancel me, but as you already told, Jesus Christ said, he's not canceled. He's mine. Because Christ and this is very serious, brothers and sisters. Pray for your priests and pray for your bishops. Because we have a grave responsibility that I'm only trying to live up to. So I don't really want or need awards. But again, I'll receive it for the babies and for all of you supporting 
the unborn children who are being slaughtered with Satan's conniving plan to destroy us, but it won't work. And all of you are voices of the good, voices of truth, telling Satan to go to hell. So if any of you and your great work, and I know this, this represents a lot of good, active people working on the local scene and in so many ways supporting organizations like Priests for Life. If you're ever contacted to receive an award, accept it humbly for the babies. God bless you. What, I mean, he's such a wonderful bishop. So humble, so humble, and and yet, oh, faith-filled. You just feel it from him. He's a mm-hmm. true, see, he is a true shepherd. Because mm-hmm. that's what bishops are supposed to be. They're supposed to shepherd the flock. They're supposed to teach the flock. And, and that's what he does. So I, I found it a real privilege to be able to hand him that plaque. And of course, he was very humble. You know, oh, I don't need a plaque, or, you know. But uh, he, he's a great inspiration. And uh, yeah. I just hope other priests and bishops take a look at Bishop Strickland and maybe you should be doing what he's doing, right? It's a challenge, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it was a great march for life. He marched with us then after yes, that he service. Did. He came with, <laughs> with me. He, he, we were with his associate, Deacon Keith Fournier, myself, the bishop, and then we had two of our staff members helping us and they were taking pictures. But uh, we went down to, uh, of course, where all the leaders gather behind the main stage and we uh, interacted with a lot of the other leaders. We saw some of the other bishops. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, although there weren't as many there, bishops there as they usually are. As usual, are. Very, no. very, and only to, saw, In fact, only saw other maybe, than Bishop Strickland, I didn't see any There were more bishops Orthodox marching. bishops than Roman Catholic ones, um, uh, from what I saw. Yeah. But um, the point is that the... Uh, People kept coming up to him. I introduced him to a lot of the leaders that, that he didn't know, but uh, they knew him. And and uh, he, I remember like one conversation with our good friend Tim Gaglon, uh, and he expressed to uh, Bishop the support of uh, the focus on the family, you know, yeah. and the, their encouragement that they gave. And and our friend Alan Parker, who also uh, like Tim, is not Roman Catholic, but appreciates the bishop's clear did. voice and exactly. leadership and a lot of people were coming up to ask for a blessing as we were marching along you know, right. people were yeah it was beautiful oh, and then of course you got to um the supreme court and he joined silent no more which of course on another program future programs in the next few weeks as we edit all this footage we're going to be sharing it with our uh, end abortion tv audience so a lot to look forward to i hope you enjoyed this show a little glimpse into what happened at Constitution Hall. And stay tuned as the weeks come further along. We're going to be cutting up more footage and sharing it. We're going to make you feel like you are there with us. So thanks for joining us again. God bless you. Until next time, Janet Marana. And just remember, brothers and sisters, you have to get involved because there's some abortions. Only you're going to be able to stop. And therefore, some lives only you can save. Join us again next time. Thank you. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. 
To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.